0: Calgary plays and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners! We're the winners! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! A score!
1: You can't play in the week, Tyler. The Flames are winning! Nasty's Nation Flames fans, what's going on? It's been a long time since our last episode. Uh, our apologies for that. I've been out of town, and uh, old co-host Chris is out with an upper body injury. He's day to day. Got the vid, got the COVID, so uh, his voice is gone, uh, unfortunately. But we have friend of the podcast, good old Joel Newman, back on the potty. How are you doing today, Joel? I'm doing awesome.
0: I'm buzzing. Pretty, buzzing. Yeah, no, um, just listening to the intro, listening to PMR got me kind of getting goosebumps again, just about <laughs> maybe another run in the works. So, yeah. Another run excited. in the works uh,
1: absolutely would be amazing. Uh, I do apologize as well if my voice sounds a little raspy. Uh, that might have had something to do with this last night. Boy, what a game that was. Uh, I was lucky enough to get some tickets. I scored some tickets uh, from my father-in-law. He was able to bring me along for the game. First playoff game uh, that I've ever been to. Boy, that building is electric. Uh, I don't know if you've... Have you been to a Flames game uh, in the playoffs, Joel?
0: I was at the Colorado... I think it was game two of the Colorado series. I guess that would have been 2019 and uh yeah no the atmosphere is just it's a different animal in the playoffs yeah. and so yeah what was what was your impressions or your takeaways like was it just rocking oh my god yes it was it was crazy
1: i mean we we waited a long time for that goal uh, i was actually there with uh with a couple cousins as well um we were able to get in uh my in-laws as well so um they were there for game two but they weren't able to of course that that was the 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 game that we got shut out by the Dallas stars. Um, so they weren't able to see uh, a goal. It was their first playoff game at that time. Um, so they came back for game two and we were all expecting a goal. It didn't come until the third period. Uh, yeah. They made you wait for it. So. Yeah. They made when us it wait. Came, made, it came yeah, fast. Made us sweat a little bit. Um Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, the building was electric. Like we hadn't scored a goal. Uh, but the dome was rocking. I mean, oh my goodness! It was you know the the, the energy, uh, the atmosphere. The fans were just going nuts. Um, what a what a what a what an atmosphere! I mean, fans are just you know it's 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 not easy getting fans like that um, that you know just support the team. You know, I, as soon as the Dallas Stars scored that goal. A lot of, I've noticed a lot of teams when their home team gets scored on, they kind of get quiet a little bit. They don't, uh, they don't try to pump the team up. A, um, but as soon as we score, as, as Dallas scored, you know, we were there to, to try to get those boys going, um, with the Go Flames Go chant and it, just throughout the game, you know, Dallas was playing a very suffocating style of hockey. Uh, after two periods, we looked up at the scoreboard and, you know, the shots were, I think, like 16 to 16, which is different. I mean, it's, um, you know, we're, we're used to, I mean, if we're going by the game previous, you know, by that time, uh, what the shots were like 40 to 10 or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Way um, ahead.
1: Way yeah. Ahead in shots. So uh, that was surprising to see. But honestly, it was because, you know, we were playing, uh, they were playing such a suffocating defense.
0: You know, I noticed um but just back to the fans too. I think yeah. that that's the sea of red is true home ice Advantage just the way that they they can the Flames team can feed off the energy of the fans and they needed a little bit of a boost in that third period like they were getting chances and and but just nothing was working out for them um yeah. Andre was making some unreal saves oh man that one on I think backland that he just caught with his glove it just his glove was in perfect position the shot was great just above the pad in the corner um and andre just had his 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 glove in the right spot and but they didn't get frustrated and then the fans kind of you know gave him a boost of energy and then bang backland scores then that's off to the races you just felt like um yeah the top was gonna blow off and then they just the flames started coming in waves they woke up and then yeah. Majapani, what a snipe oh, oh my god that was so unreal like yeah. perfect shot and and then yeah it's curtains after that so i didn't i didn't even hear the post it was just
1: like it we just saw the t- uh the twine get tickled um and that was it the building exploded like exploded uh but if you look on like i'm sure if you watched it on tv or you know if you if you saw the highlights um of that goal after you could very clearly hear the ping of the uh of the post when when manjapani sniped that but in the building i couldn't hear a thing and we were on that end too like we were on the attacking side so um saw all those goals go in man just what a game what a goal that was uh but yeah just going back to to dallas's play i mean you know that game could have been very different if ottinger had let in that really early um breakaway chance by kachuk uh Made a big save there for Dallas. And then uh man, this kid is is gonna be a star, pun intended, uh, for a long time. I mean, he's he's a very, very good goaltender. Yeah. Um, I think he's this is kind of his coming out party. He's he's really proven uh that he belongs as a number one goaltender uh in this NHL. So oh, yeah. um
0: he just you know, seems the, so calm. And yeah, 23 years old, he's in the in the biggest game of his life biggest games of his life in this series obviously and um he's not rattled he's just locking it down he's in position he's never really scrambling Mm -hmm. and i mean he's a a really big goalie but he's just fundamentally so strong and man he's he's been our uh, our biggest obstacle in the series for sure like um but finally the flames have been able to solve him and yeah, it's it's good to see the puck going in the net sometimes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh you know, at first after the first two periods, you know, uh my cousin and I were saying like, you know, maybe maybe we're due for some overtime, you know, cuz like all the games have been so close. Um you know, both goalies have been playing amazing. We were thinking, you know, it's probably going to go to overtime. That's what we were feeling at the time in the second intermission there. Uh just cuz like the the style that that dallas was playing again i keep going back to this but you know they they kept they were so effective at clogging up all the blocking lanes all the shooting lanes um they came right at the calgary defenseman uh as soon as they got the puck back at the point uh and you know i think that that is one weakness that we do have uh since mark giordano left we don't have a guy who can consistently get the puck on net um you know, and, yeah. and one good thing that Gio was always able to do is he didn't always take those big slap, uh, clap bombs, you know, from the point he, one of the biggest things that he did was just float a little wrister in there, um, yeah. just to, you know, hit off a body or get a rebound. And uh, a lot of the times those second chances, uh, usually bounced our way. Um, but I, for whatever reason, uh, the guys that we do have the Rasmus and, and Hannafin, um, specifically they they always seem to shoot wide. Uh, yeah. Of yeah. course Rasmus last game uh on that uh that one bad goal um you know coming in he can't you can't shoot wide when he was coming in that way. I mean, you know, that's how Sagan scored um yeah. on that on that rush back. But uh you know it's uh that is one thing that that um you know I think maybe we need to work on a little bit and Dallas has identified that as a way to you know, prevent us from getting cycle time. But man, like you said, after, you know, we got that first goal, they just kept, they were persistent. You know, we were, we were on them all night. We just kept coming. Um, And that's the style of play that Daryl Sutter
0: has instilled in us. And man, I'm just, I'm loving it. Loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it too. I'm loving every, every minute of this playoffs. I'm trying to enjoy every game because yeah, you never know if you're going to get another series or not. So, but yeah. Well, yeah. absolutely.
1: And actually, I don't know if you know this, uh, Joel, but credit to Haley Salvián of The Athletic. But apparently, the Flames have n- never tied um, a series into a three-two lead in almost two decades. Wow. Yeah. So the the, the, the club has only done it um, twice since oh four oh five. Um, so since the four Stanley cup final run, every time the flames have lost a game five with the series tied two two, they have
0: lost the series. Yeah. So, game yeah. five is critical. I think I heard a stat that 75% of teams that win game five, go on to win the series. So obviously when you're one game away from clinching the series, like you got two chances at it and you're going to have one more game at home for sure. Um, so yeah, it's it's a good it's a good stat for the Flames, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, obviously I I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, and, absolutely. Like I'm sure Daryl's he's he's not the kind of guy that's going to be going do- out compliments and <laughs> <laughs> and like and kudos right now and, and back yeah. taps right now because uh, there's still work to do and and Dallas they're not going to just roll over and like they're they're going to be coming all out when they go back to Dallas. So. Just oh, gotta yeah. bear down. Absolutely. Did did you hear about
1: uh what uh <laughs> did you hear that interview on uh TNT with Paul Bisonet and uh and Johnny? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> good game, best of three. That's, that's all I yeah. said. Uh and I mean that's that's the way you gotta do it, you know? Like you haven't uh you haven't done anything yet, you haven't won anything yet. Uh I think that's uh that's a very good way to to go about this series with Daryl. I mean, he's just been so good at keeping this team even keel, even throughout the the, the regular season, um, you know, despite yeah. some stretches of losing hockey and stretches of winning hockey. Uh, the boys haven't been up or too high or too low. So um, that's very important to have behind the bench. And man, I just can't overstate how important it was to see that second line show up. And, I mean, part of this is also to do with Daryl's coaching. I mean, he he knows when to change up the lines. And I, I think after the first two periods, it was pretty apparent that uh, the line combos that we were going in with um, seemed a little stale. Uh, so, you know, in the third, Daryl changed things up. Um, well, first and later in the second period, he had switched uh, Coleman and Kachuk uh back and forth, and then in the third
0: he actually threw to Foley up there on that is top that line just with... uh is that just a uh, the result of having eleven forwards and needing to shuffle shuffle lines like I know one thing that Daryl did not this year as much, but well, maybe this year and last year is he keeps two people um on a line together, so obviously Lindholm yeah. and, and Johnny are yeah. kind of a pair, and then that other winger gets. Uh, you know, switched out and I think he did that. He's done that in the past. But I, I'm just worried, like I, I obviously we won't find out about Kachak at all, but um his hand, like yeah I saw him walking in, in a video like to the game and I just got a quick look at his hand and it was still pretty banged up and cut. I didn't notice any yeah. bruising or swelling because it was just a very fast clip. But you gotta think that he's done some damage to his hand because he doesn't seem like the same player ever since that fight. No. So. Yeah. I, I would agree with you there. Yeah.
1: I, I remember seeing an interview with Ryan Leslie where he was, um, you know, he was fixing his hair um, and well, not fixing, he was just kind of rubbing his Brush hair. But, back.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I saw all the, <laughs> all the, I, I guess not bruises, but all the red spots on his knuckles yeah right um from those fights with with Klingberg and i mean yeah i mean that's you know it's playoff hockey but that was also the game that Dallas was playing right try to get him off his game and they succeeded in that right in the first yeah. uh in, in games 2 and 3 they they went after Kachuk uh Jamie Benn got fined uh for the slew foot and then also for oh. um you know like just just a stupid he fucking is play such when a he's, rat.
0: Yeah. Like, oh. like he was such a good player before. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. He could he was he could do it all. He could hit, he could fight, he could yeah. score. He was top of the of the league in scoring for a couple of years with say again. but now yeah. he's he's one of those grumpy old guys you yeah. you play against in rec in beer league <laughs> and they're just they're washed up and yeah. they're frustrated they can't keep up to the young guys anymore and yeah. they're just angry and they just wanna hurt you. So yeah. <laughs> it's and...
1: it's it's so ridiculous yeah like what a fall from grace this guy was I mean he was uh, the, he act, he won me my um my only fantasy victory as a fantasy hockey manager this was back in 14 I think um he was the reason I won because he scored he ended up like scoring 40 goals uh that that year in the last week of the season uh he like had a three or three goal game or something um, and that pushed me over the edge. So, like you know, oh, wow. I was high on Ben. He was a great yeah. guy back then, great player back then. Um, But now he's just like you know, he's pulling Corey Perry shit. He's just like you know, just like what are you doing, throwing your stick in Kachuk's face when he's uh, at the net there? You know, like that. I, like just...
0: I think it's pinned. Was that Mangiapane? I thought that was yeah. Good. That was yeah. It was, was uh, kind of pinned against the net. I don't yeah. know Suter was on him, and then yeah, he just sticked him through the netting like. Like that's just no respect, yeah. for your your fellow competitor. Like, yeah, like what are you doing? If you have a hit lined up, hit him. If you have like, that's that's fine. That's that's within the rules of the game. But like when you're trying to dig at someone's eyes through yeah. the net, like that's not that's not that's hockey. fucking malicious, man. Yeah, it's that's like, intent danger. Thinking? Yeah, what are you
1: thinking in your head? Like that's yeah. why do you think that's a good idea?
0: Yeah, you know, and what it's I mean? like the sad part is like. With all those plays, I mean, they called the penalty on on uh, Ben for the slew foot trip, right? Yes. But like the manjupani that kind of went unnoticed and it doesn't get called in the game. And that's obviously a penalty if the ref would have saw it. But yeah, that's just Ben being a little sneakier at and, and just trying to make some impact on the game. And then I just love that conversation that Lucic had with, with Ben at the next game. Or was that? Yeah. No, that was the game. But just he he was just in his ear and Ben wasn't saying anything back. He was yeah. like a dog with his, his tail between his legs. And, yeah. and he was invisible that game, which was amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's, and that's, that is what Lucic brings to the table as well. Right. I mean, um, <laughs> my cousins keep calling him the straw that stirs the drink. He's the straw, <laughs> you know, the, just the the guy who who keeps everybody together in, in, in the locker room. And um I mean, I, I love. I also love now that uh, we don't even the sea of red doesn't even wait for Luci to touch the puck. Any time he's near the puck, Luch the Luch chance uh, they loud. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't even <laughs> matter if he's like maybe like two feet away from the puck. As soon as he's anywhere near it, people are going Loo. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. it's great. It's great to see. Um, I I hope he knows. Like I'm sure he knows that uh, the sea of red loves him and. Um, man, just, just, it's, it's so, so fun to, to be a part of that and, and, and watch that game. But, um, but yeah, I, I think back to your point, uh, I do think probably the 11 forwards had something to do with, with the line shuffling. Um, I think a lot of it too had to do with, uh, just, you know, the, it looking a little stale after the first two periods with, um, with the way things were going, you know, uh, Dallas was shutting down a lot of our opportunities and uh, but that second line of Backlund Manjapane and Coleman ended up being you know a very solid line I remember them being a very good line in the regular season when they were playing together as well um, and it's just man it's just so good to see that second line start contributing I mean in the game before it was the top line of Johnny Lindy and Kachuk who made that big difference to win us the game and in this last game, it was Backlund, and I'm I'm just so happy to see Backlund get back to the level that we're used to seeing him playing at. Um, I wasn't very happy with his game in Game Four, especially after he took those two just stupid penalties late in the game. Yeah, um, and in earlier in the game uh, last night as well. I mean he he made a few good plays, but I don't know he just. Um, he seemed to kind of be kind of be floating around a little bit, wasn't really getting too engaged, but then in that third period is is when he really took it to another level
0: um yeah, I agree until he scored that goal I was not the biggest fan of backman again to on, yeah. on the, in the game, but then he scored that goal and then yeah just changed everything and and then he made that awesome pass to marshpani on his goal that was yeah. just streaking down the ice and hit him in stride and that was a huge, huge play, obviously, from Batman. so yeah, pretty happy with him. and that, that whole yeah. second line, too, yeah, great
1: play from uh, from Anjapane too to kind of get lost a little bit. Um, he really turned the invisible uh, <laughs> he put on the invisible cloak and and just kind of drifted <laughs> off into the play, and yeah, good on backs to to find him streaking in and three strides ping and a goal, you know, it's just uh think it and sink it. so yeah. um yeah, love it. Yeah. What a goal. What a goal. So uh great game. And then Trevor Lewis as well. I mean, he's been a very steadying presence in the bottom six. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he hasn't, uh, you could tell that we had them beat Dallas. I mean that empty net goal, if Dallas really wanted to win that game, I feel like they would have gone after it. Um, but you could just see the drive and the will in Lewis to, to get to that puck first.
0: Yeah. Um, he's he not wanted a, it more.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not a speedster by any means, but he was blowing by that guy to get that puck. Yeah. Um So great to see that as well. He was pretty pumped after after scoring that empty netter. I know. Um, so man, game game six back in Dallas. Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You know, we've we've been a road team basically all season. Uh, I'm pretty confident. But uh, how how are you feeling about uh, game six? What are you expecting uh, in game six, Joel?
0: Well, I'm just thinking about the lineup. I, I've obviously the Flames have been a different team since Stone has come in as a seventh yeah. defenseman. So I'm curious to see. I mean, the lineup's been working the past two games, so I assume that Daryl will just keep the same same lines and roll eleven forward, seven D. Um, so I think I, I actually really like Stone in there. Like, yeah, his his game is very simple, and he. I don't know how he can just be out for so long and just be practicing and just be like healthy scratched and then jump into a playoff game at the highest speed. (laughs) And he's on the penalty kill. He's on the power play. He's even strength and he just fit in so well. And I think part of it is he knows what his game is his game. When he has the puck in the offensive zone, he's looking to shoot. He's Mm -hmm. just, he, he said in an interview after I think game three, Uh, or maybe it's game four, that um, he's, like, he, in practice, he just practices taking shots and getting shots off as fast as he can. And it's paying off because he knows his game. He just takes, he can get that slap shot off so fast and it's so hard. So Anjer can't contain it or whatever goalie he's shooting on, can't really contain the rebound. And then that's creating big chances. And yeah, I think I've just been really happy for Stone, like, he's stuck with it all these years and been uh, he's just been a pro like to to stick with it so um my predictions uh yeah flames have been really good on the road so and and they just seem hungrier than dallas dallas almost seems like they're just out they just feel like they're outmatched and and they can't keep up to the flames so i <laughs> i i want to say the flames are going to win 3-1 uh, that's my prediction. Nice. Um, yeah, I I would love to see Toffoli score. This is yeah. like we need him. We need him yeah. if we want to make a run. If we yeah. want to make do any damage, especially versus Colorado, who's super deep. Um, we're gonna need that that goal scoring from Toffoli, and he's gotten so many chances. He's just just so snake bitten. So um, I say Toffoli scores. I say. Lindholm scores, and then there's an empty netter in there. Uh, who wants to get the empty netter? I don't know. Uh, let's say Backlund gets the empty netter. Nice. So 3-1. Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. Yes. Uh, just touching on Stone. Uh, love the guy, too. I mean, just the contribution that he brings to this team uh, is is way more, just astronomically more, than what Brett Ritchie brings to the team, so absolutely keep him in the lineup. Uh, keep the eleven forwards and and seven D. Uh, yeah, I mean he he plays like you said. Even strength, power play, penalty kill. Our penalty kill has been phenomenal this uh, this series. In fact, I mean both penalty kills have been pretty uh, have been really good. I mean I think both teams are combined two for nineteen on the series this uh, so far on the power wow. play. So, yeah, special teams has been uh, a big factor in in this series. Um, That's, uh, of course, I think uh, a lot to do with goaltenders. I mean, goaltending has been the name of the game in this series. Uh, Markstrom and Ottinger are playing out of their minds. Uh, It's amazing to see. But, uh, yeah, Mark Stone, man. I mean, I'm so happy for him as well. Uh, Great to see him out there. And, you know, just just bomb and clap bombs from the point. You know, we just need to see more of that.
0: Um, but so when it, you mentioned sorry to interject yeah, here, but when no. you mentioned uh, defenseman who can't seem to get pucks through or missing the net, yeah. Stone is not one of those guys. He's the guy no. who's getting the puck through. He's accurate with it, so he's maybe not trying to pick corners, but he's getting it on net and he's yeah. forcing it on Jure to make a save, which that's way more valuable than than blasting it high over the net or wide or, or yeah, you know, wide and out of the zone. Yes, yeah, wide out of the zone, but, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, Anderson likes to do. So, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, you can carry on with your prediction. I, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so,
1: I, I think, yeah, three one's a good prediction. I think. Um, I'm gonna go. I mean, yesterday I said five to three because I was hoping to to see more goals. Um, but this not time that I'm kind gonna of series. <laughs> not that kind of series. Yet, yeah, for sure. But I, I'm gonna say four two. 4-2 for the Flames. Um, I'm going to say Toffoli pots a couple because uh, he needs it. I, I really think, because like you said, he has been snakebitten. He had a lot of good chances last game. Um, I think once he got to that top line with Lindholm and uh, Johnny as well, he was a little bit more, he had a little more, uh, more pep in his step. Um and he got some pretty good shots off uh they were just hitting bodies and sticks uh he's he's been he's been really snake bitten all see, uh, all series long so um yeah i'm going to say Tafoli finally breaks through and pots a couple uh to clinch a uh, a flame series win uh i'm going to say Manjapane scores on the road again <laughs> uh, and uh yeah i'll say lindy gets the gets the game the the empty net goal as well um so yeah, I think that's going to be what gets us going. Um, I was going to say something else, but something about the Foley. Oh yes. Uh, if we do end up closing the series to on Friday night, which is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think the Foley would have a good series against the LA Kings. Um, should LA get there tonight. Uh, by being I'll be watching newest. that game, oh, I will watch. be watching. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun game in LA. Uh, the Oilers will not have a nurse to keep their life support systems on <laughs> tonight, uh, because the idiot got suspended for a game for headbutting Philippe Dono um, in that last series there or in that last game. So that's gonna be a big game. Uh, I really like our matchup against the LA Kings. Um, and you know, again, storyline, right, Daryl. Taffoli, Lewis going back, Lou um, and Lucic, yes, of course, uh, going back to to face their former team. Um, you know, Quick is having a resurgent playoffs. He's looking like the Jonathan Quick of old. Uh, you know, and, uh, and I, yeah, Captain they Browns last playoffs as well. So
0: yeah, they're kind of surprising me, and I don't know if we should be surprised by LA how well they're playing and their just their style of play, but. I thought Edmonton would have no problem with them. Just I thought that uh, the offensive skills of Edmonton would just take over, and and but LA just DeNoe and um who's uh the, the other top line? Well, obviously Kopitar. um Kopitar, no, but who's I think number nine? they Just I follow. Like the, yeah, I just I just thought that they would run away. Edmonton would run away with the series, but. L.A. There, I'm a little bit nervous about playing them just because they've been, like Edmonton plays us pretty close usually, but I think we're way different team than Edmonton. Edmonton's so top heavy with their scoring and and yeah. their defense is so porous, um, even even more so without Nurse, who's yeah. <laughs> kind of suspect. I just paying nine point three million dollars for him next year and until yeah. twenty thirty one just looks very silly right now. So. I mean,
1: that's just always been the Oilers' mo, isn't it? Like yeah. just oh, for uh, sure. shelling out money for. I mean, yeah, you. It's because no
0: one wants to stay there. They have to yeah. overpay for because no one wants to live in Edmonton. So. Yeah, I live <laughs> in
1: Edmonton, and I agree with that statement. So <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know I begrudgingly, that. begrudgingly <laughs> begrudgingly I begrudgingly live in Edmonton. Okay. Um, you know, I grew up in Calgary. I always say, I grew up in Calgary. I'm a Flames fan. Yeah, I'm from Calgary. This is that's what I identify as. But yes, <laughs> okay, I yeah. understand what you're saying. Nobody wants to stay in Edmonton. Um, who who isn't from there, right? Like, yeah, you know, they 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 grew up there. They love it. Um, but for me personally, coming from Calgary, uh, living in a lot of different cities, um, you know, it's just you know not not quite the same. But I I digress. I won't go, get into that <laughs> aspect of it. But Sorry yes. to open that kind of worms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a little triggered. Uh, but uh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's if if LA I mean this is a huge opportunity for them. I mean Nurse plays twenty-five minutes a night. Who's stepping up for, oh. for the Oilers in this? Chris game, Russell,
0: right? like, Kulak, those yeah, are
1: not 30, 38-year-old Duncan Keith who oh. got blown over um in that Kempe goal. Uh yeah, Cody Ceci is gonna be stepping up. Like uh, who who can play defense on that team right now?
0: It's
1: not pretty so you know this this is really In my opinion, uh, this is really LA's series to lose because if they can they can end it tomorrow or tonight they can end it tonight. You know, there's no better opportunity um, with with uh, with Nurse out. I mean, he is their best defenseman uh, who plays who's a workhorse for the team. So, you know, if you can't uh, if you can't close it out, I mean, I'm sure McDavid and Drysider will have something to say about that. They had a lot to say about, well, Drys or McDavid (laughs) had had, had something to say um, last game after last game. Did you, you you heard about that? I watched
0: it. I watched it. It was actually incredible. I mean, he just, that's just a reminder of he is the best player in the NHL on the planet. Just the way he took over, he looks, it's like everyone's in slow motion or like wearing cement skates and he's just wheeling around and. It just it seems like he's in a different league, so but see, it was amazing the, the the issue is the issue with this is
1: um, everybody else, including his teammates, just watch him when he does that stuff. like they're yeah. not uh, other than Drcidadal, of course. I mean, Drcidadal is, I would say not on par, but like pretty close to to dry or to McDavid's level, um especially working out of his office uh, uh, in the. On the far right. On the right, red right the line. Corners. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he doesn't have McDavid's skating ability. No. Um, but, you know, even he... I've noticed whenever McDavid takes the puck, we'll just watch what to see what Connor does. Um, and that's the problem. That is the issue with the... That is the fundamental issue with the Edmonton Oilers. They're top heavy. Um, their top guys are getting paid too much for the rest of the roster to to be good enough to sustain the team when those guys aren't on the ice. Yeah. And here's a stat for you that I, that I saw from, from the last game after we, after I watched it in the last five playoff games in which both McDavid and dry settle have scored in the same game. The Oilers have lost all five of those games.
0: Wow. That's incredible. I can't really. How does that, that make
1: sense? I, yeah, I can't even fathom that. That'd be like saying if Johnny and Lindholm or, or Kachuk scored in the same game, we lose.
0: You know, I guess like that when just you're... shows you that's, that goes more to their defensive game. So, because Edmonton just doesn't have the same lockdown ability in close games that other elite teams have. And, mm. and so like they need to score. Yeah, three or more goals to have a chance of winning a game. So even if they get two from McDavid and Drysaddle, like they're letting in more than that. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, and that's that's the thing, right?
1: Unless their superstars are playing at like legitimately superhuman levels, if they're only getting two points apiece, they're losing games. Yeah. And that's just you know that doesn't make sense at all. Um, And then of course it's not a winning formula. Yeah, exactly. And then there's of course uh, McDavid throwing Mike Smith under the bus, um, maybe intentionally, unintentionally. Uh,
0: I don't know. <laughs> it could be. I, I heard that clip too, and I, I was thinking maybe he's kind of calling out his defenseman, like sure their defensive that, yeah. play, because yeah. Mike Smith. I obviously there's goals he wants to have back and and softies, but um, like the 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 team has to be better in front of him. That's that's what I kind of took away from that quote.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so, but um us flames fans, you know, just licking our lips trying to trying to get <laughs> some some controversy going on in Yeah, there. oh um, for sure. Just yeah, it's it's slight shade. It's slight shade, you know, at uh, yeah. at McDavid, at, at Mike Smith and a lot of shade at, at their defensive, but I mean, yeah. he, I don't think in my opinion he's the captain if you're going to give up on the back check, on the game-winning goal, I don't think you should be saying anything.
0: Do you think? You. Uh, do you think that this is a a little bit of a preview for the offseason? What if McDavid, if he's a, a little dissatisfied with his team, is he going to say if they lose to my, tonight? Is he going to say, you know what, I want out of Edmonton. I need a change. If and I'm, if I'm Connor, trade? yeah.
1: If I'm Connor and we lose tonight, I, I'm saying, yeah, I want out.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it's only you know, going to get just, worse. It's yeah. only going to get worse because that nurse contract comes on. Um, you've got an aging Duncan Keith for another year. You have Mike Smith for another year. It's going to be 41. Yeah. And then, um, uh, I can't remember. Um, the guy from the Leafs, the the Hyman, they have Hyman Hyman on a long contract that he's just going to be getting older and older as that goes along. So yeah, he's been, he's been a good addition though. Hyman has been a good addition for the very solid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think Evander Kane will come back. Um, because he's probably going to look for more money somewhere. Oh else. yeah, he's going to
0: get paid somewhere.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, if if I'm if I'm Connor, and honestly, if I'm Drysidle too, I'm like I I don't want to be here. Like I yeah. I, you know, I want out. Like especially after the season. No, absolutely not. Like you know, they tried. Um, they, yeah. they stuck to it for many years. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they are getting older, right? I mean, McDavid is still under twenty five, or is he twenty five now?
0: Um. That I think he's twenty four. It's been yeah. in the league six years.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, six or seven, maybe. So
0: you know, these these are the prime years of his of his career. Yeah. Well, like, Edmonton's wanna... burned. I mean, McDavid's prime is probably from like twenty one to thirty one. So you've burned like three years of his prime already. So yeah, you better. He's twenty five like... now. Okay. So yeah, he's yeah. been the best player in the league for a few years now, and you're and you're just wasting those years. So yeah. He needs to go somewhere else. And
1: Drysital is twenty five or twenty six as well. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look, you look at the way this roster is constructed, and it just—it's not sustainable. No. You know, you, you just can't. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, losing Oscar Clefbaum at the beginning of the season too, um, and probably for the rest of his career as well uh was probably a a big a big blow but yeah i mean if if i'm connor and leon i I think you know if if this is the year that if if you get eliminated tonight um you know long hard
0: think in the off season yeah it's a very yeah it's going to be a a long hard off season of yeah of decisions so but then
1: you got to also look at like what I mean, every team will be checking in to try to get him. But who's going to have the cap space Um, and or the the assets or the assets or the, uh, you know. But I mean, if he wants to force his way out, he can do that. I think I think that nobody can really blame him if he's just like, you know what? Get me out. Um, A la Patrick Waugh, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping for that moment. Uh, Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, uh, Joel has some thoughts on the newly revealed Hart Trophy candidates. So stay tuned. We'll be
0: right back after this. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
1: This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay, by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now back to the show. This is
0: the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back. So as
1: I mentioned before the break, uh, Joel, the, the new... Hart Trophy candidates have been revealed. Uh, would you like to go over who, uh, who's been nominated as finalists?
0: So we have Igor Shosturkin, Austin Matthews, and the aforementioned Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. So obviously we're pretty upset that our boys <laughs> left off that list. Yeah, um, Johnny had a historic season. He's done things this year that haven't been done since the 80s in terms of even strength points and plus minus and well maybe it's yeah just like unbelievable season um absolutely dominant on both ends of the ice obviously for the plus minus rating that, that's a he led the league in that and i mean the whole top line flames unreal unreal plus minus this year but uh kind of shocked that he wasn't up for an at least a nomination i i think Austin Matthews, I have no complaints there. That's 60-goal season. That's pretty rare. Especially, yeah. especially Well, it hasn't been done. There's only three guys currently playing that have ever done that. Now he's a third person um, with Stamkos and Obichkin. But uh, I think – and McDavid, you can't argue that. He's obviously a dominant force, and when he wants to, he can do whatever he wants on the ice. But I guess yeah. Igor Shosturkin is just the one guy that you – Kind of question um, he he had a phenomenal season he is gonna win the Vesna mm-hmm. and huge part of why the Rangers are where they are and in the regular season anyway like he's he's had a really really tough go this postseason I think he had eight eight goals through the five hole this series which uh, that's 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 pretty ugly when you're letting in a bunch of five hole goals yeah. um, Pulled and, twice or pulled in consecutive games yeah, for the first time yeah. in his career
1: as well. Like, that's just, yikes.
0: Yeah, I guess well, ever since he waved to the Pittsburgh Penguins after that win, then things started <laughs> to turn, turn really ugly cursed. for him. Yeah. yeah, he's got a curse on him now. But uh, I don't know. It just sucks for Johnny to have such an incredible season. And uh, Austin Matthews, I think there's a stat out there that when he was injured, this team still went 7-2 and two without him. So that's nine games. They won seven of those nine games without him. I'm not sure what the Flames would look like without Johnny. I, oh my God! We're like a below 500 team without Johnny because he's yeah. he just drives the bus for our whole team. Like we all feed off all our players feed off Johnny. So it's just tough. I feel bad for Johnny. I in terms of contract, maybe that helps the negotiations a little bit, like a yeah, discount true. like because he wasn't nominated. But um, yeah, it, it's just a bit of a kick in the gut for Johnny, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely tough, right? Cause yeah, I, I think you're right. If, if Johnny, if you remove Johnny from the flames, um, I don't think we're, we're where we're at. Right. I mean, Edmonton is there, uh, if you're talking, wait, so heart trophy is what the team needs the most sometimes, valuable to their team, the most valuable to their team. Yeah. yeah. Cause sometimes that, uh, the definition is, is a little bit, um, you know, off in there. But yeah, I think I, I am surprised that Johnny wasn't even nominated, especially since like you said, um, if, if, if these awards truly are regular season based on regular season performance only, Shesterkin should win the Vezina trophy. Um, apparently all, all GMs will vote on it after the season is over but of course if he doesn't i i am very interested to see uh, who ends up winning the Vezina trophy cuz you know if 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 the gms are a little bit colored by um playoff performance, he, yeah playoff performance then I, he's obviously not <laughs> um
0: going to win uh i would say Markstrom win the should win you know what rangers still have a chance they're they not do. done yet and, You're and right. who knows maybe he can find his regular season form and and uh and erase those mistakes in the early season. But yeah, Markstrom, I think. And then Bobrovsky, is he the uh, third nominee there?
1: Uh, no, it's Saros, actually. Oh,
0: see Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: Sorry. surprisingly. I mean, Saros, I think, led the league in, in wins. Um, I think he had like 38 or something.
0: Um, and then... I think Bobrovsky so... had 39. Did he? Yeah. Oh, well, then it's how like was he 39 and 9 or something. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just because the Panthers are like they won the President's Trophy, so they had such a good team. Yeah, I guess that's true. You so made more of a difference for the Predators.
1: That is true. They they did have to fight for um, the playoffs just to get in. So, yeah. and of course, a lot of that had to do with, uh, with UC Saros uh, being so solid down, down the stretch. Um, unfortunate that he was injured in the playoffs, of course. Uh, so yeah, so we'll see he had, yeah, he had 38 wins, um, on the regular season and Bobrovsky did have 39. Uh, but yeah, so I'll be interested to see what happens there, but, but yeah, especially since, uh, Shesterkin was already nominated for the Bezna trophy. It is surprising that he was also nominated for the, uh, the heart as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you take those players away. Um, I mean, Georgiev, obviously is not on the same level as Shasturkin. Uh but I, I don't know. I, I still think that the Rangers are a playoff team if they have Georgiev leading the way instead of uh instead of Shisterkin. Um the Leafs of course are stacked with yeah uh... they got along <laughs> just fine
0: without Matthews.
1: Exactly. So. Um so again this is probably McDavid's uh to win. Um yeah. Just because, yeah, the Oilers would be nowhere near the 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 top of the Pacific Division if uh, if McDavid was off that team. Um,
0: but then but you yeah, have Drysaddle too, though. Edmonton has Drysaddle, who's I don't know how much they how much McDavid and Drysaddle played together. I don't think they play together very much anymore on the same line. No, Power yeah, play. I think
1: they tried they tried to get them off because they they, they need more depth. Yeah,
0: but um, McDavid has. Probably another top five in the NHL guy on his team. So, like, That's true. they they could. I mean, McDavid obviously is incredible, but dry Settles no slouch, and and he put up over 100 points too. And yep, I don't know. I just feel like what Johnny did this season hasn't been done in so long, and it's it should be rewarded for just how historic his season was. But I, I don't know if it's just a bias against. I don't know they the people seem like the markets in in uh toronto everyone's aware of matthews putting up 60 but are people really paying attention to johnny putting up those five on five points and and all that stuff like it's not as flashy as 60 goals so yeah
1: yeah exactly and yeah Matthews got the 60 uh dry was at 55 uh he actually had a very good season as well 5555 uh yeah. was his stat line for yeah amazing um yeah johnny 40 and 75 for 115 points uh plus 64 in the regular season i think you're 100% right i think um a lot of that and that's also what what gets me a little bit bitter about this whole thing and um it's been like this for forever. I mean, you know, the the guys who make these decisions are out on the East Coast, so they're not always watching. They don't stay up long enough to watch, you know, the games on the West Coast, especially uh, games in Vancouver or, you know, all on that West Coast side there. It's just an extra hour. But uh, I think you're right. I think we we often get overlooked. um, And that's kind of where I get a chip on our shoulders. Um, Because, yeah, like I think McDavid is probably the best player on the planet right now, the best hockey player on the planet. Um, I will give him that. Uh, He's a very good hockey player. Uh, But what drives me nuts is how often they have to bring it up, uh, as if, like, the rest of the world doesn't know it. (laughs) Um, That and, of course, the Leafs. Just Leafs talk all the friggin' time. Um, And when they finally do talk about the Flames, it's usually for, like, five to ten minutes. Um, and it's, it's never anything like they don't ever go into it and, you know, really break it down. Uh, at least in my opinion, I, I, just, I, I don't see them giving us, uh, the same amount of coverage, uh, as, and of course, a lot of that has to do with, you know, obviously Sportsnet being a Toronto based company, mm-hmm. um, you know, just pumping their hometown team but it's center you, of the you, hockey universe right yeah there, so. you know it's this is why <laughs> you, you wonder why there are so many Leafs fans of course but you also wonder why there are so many people who want to see the Leafs fail that is the reason why
0: yeah <laughs> you know oh um, for sure
1: you know I keep telling people I, I am a fan of chaos um, so I think it's <laughs> hilarious if if the Leafs end up losing in the first round to the Tampa Bay Lightning because you know just what do you do from there where do you go uh, from there, if 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 you're the Leafs, if you lose yet again in the first round, um, but it,
0: anyway, that's that's the whole thing. But, that's a different discussion. Yes, yeah, I, I I honestly, I do. I don't hate the the idea of of the Leafs winning a series. I love Giordano. I love Brody. So yeah, I hope those guys can have some success. But uh, but I I'm curious to see when the nominate um, the nominees for the um, the Selkie come out and yeah. see if Lindholm is on that ballot because he definitely deserves it but again it's kind of that that bias towards the old guys they've done in the past like Bergeron and um, Kopitar maybe not Kopitar this year didn't have the offensive year that no, that you would need no I think he still led his team in points but the Kings just weren't a high scoring team this year so um, anyway yeah I'm curious to see I'm not sure when that comes out but I hope Lindholm gets at least nominated. He might not win it, but that'd be a feather in his cap just to be nominated.
1: Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, I think I, I think it'd be a travesty if he doesn't get nominated. At least, I mean, who else has scored forty goals and is a plus sixty-one on the season? Yeah, like, he's in a class of his own in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Like who else has who else has been able to do that? Like, yeah. like he's been so so sound defensively, um, yet he's been providing a lot of the offense for our team. Even though he's playing against top competition every single night, um, yeah, he's, he's on the top line. Yeah, he's killing which, penalties. He's I on think that's play. kind of underrated
0: a little bit when you're yeah. out there killing penalties. That's that's tiring you out. That you're playing, you're blocking shots. You're just playing kind of like that ugly style of play against the, in the boards digging around. Like you have to be pretty you have to be able to muck it up. And then he's also on the top line, top power play unit, sniping one timers from the. From the sweet spot in front home plate there and he's just he's just amazing he does everything and i i hope he gets the respect that he really deserves yeah i'm
1: i'm i'm really hoping so as well i mean he's he's just been before this contract is out though he's he's gonna win a selkie like he's got to oh yeah he's just absolutely he's just got to like the just based on the the trajectory of how he's progressing in his career um That is is where he's gonna really shine. He's he's essentially the you know he's he's Bergeron in his prime, right? Um, At this point for for the Flames, Uh, I said this earlier in the season. You know that top line of Johnny uh, Lindy and Kachuk, Kachuk. they're they are the next perfection line, right? (laughs) Now that um, Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron are getting a little older, they're they're aging out a little. Well, more so Bergeron. Bergeron. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I, I think these guys are going to be the next perfection line in their prime. Um, and you know, I, I think that's how, that's how the, the, the flame should continue, uh, with this line as well. So, um, yeah, interesting to see what happens with the Selkie as well. Um, so, so we'll see, we'll see how everything shakes out. Uh, did you want us have anything else to, to bring up or, or should we, should we call it? For
0: today no we i think we covered a lot of ground today I think yeah we covered all the topics so absolutely um, just looking forward to the oilers game tonight and uh some other series could come to an end tonight so looking forward to that
1: yeah all the series tonight are three twos um yeah so they're it, it, they're
0: all potentially
1: el- elimination games so so it'll be interesting to a lot of a lot of scoreboard watching a lot of channels <laughs> flipping back and forth for sure so yeah um so yeah, it'll be a fun night of hockey, I think. Uh, and tomorrow night, looking forward to that. Um, what time is is the puck drop tomorrow? Seven thirty Mountain, um, as well in Dallas. So get your Flames gear on for tomorrow night, uh, and we will talk to you guys soon. Go get Flames! Well soon, Chris. Go. Get well soon, Chris. Day to day with that upper body injury. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,